Boom! Good morning, good morning. In this episode, I talk about the science of happiness and ways to increase it. Have a listen. Have you ever had negative thoughts in your mind that you aren't good enough, that you'll never be successful? If so, you're not alone. I've had those thoughts playing in my mind ever since I took the leap to become an entrepreneur. It's a dirty, dark secret that no one likes to talk about as the glamorization of becoming an entrepreneur is shown in the media. I realized that in order to succeed, I needed help. We all do. So I decided to go all in on myself, spending thousands of hours in the trenches, reading, joining groups, listening to podcasts, hiring coaches to develop a bulletproof morning routine for success. Join me on my journey as together, we build our morning fire to ignite our lives as entrepreneurs. My name is Jeff Wickersham, and this is the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast. So at the end of the day, we all want more happiness in our lives, right? When we feel happy, when we have a smile on our face, when we have energy, life is amazing, right? Happiness is something we chase. And I will tell you, happiness comes inside, right? It comes from the internal, not the external, but there are factors that play in your happiness, And you've probably always come across people that just have a ton of energy, that are so happy, they're energetic, they're zestful, they have that fire in their belly, and you wonder, what the heck did they eat today? Or what kind of blood is pumping through their system? And it's interesting to take a scientific approach and look at how our happiness is wired. And they say it's in three buckets. And scientists have studied this, that 50% of your happiness is your genetics, right? That's come from your parents. That's been passed down that family tree line over and over again. So that's 50%. That's a bucket that many times we can't change, right? We can't impact much through the family tree that has already happened before us. So think about that. 50% can't really adjust. 10%, they say, is kind of circumstances, right? That's our work, that's our marital status, things of that nature. So that's another 10% of the equation. Now, that's the area that so many of us focus on. That's the area, only 10% that the majority of our focus is on when we're thinking about, I just want to get this promotion, I want to get this girl or marry this guy and then I'll be happy. It's only 10% of the equation. The equation, the remaining amount, that 40%, that's what you do on a daily basis. That's your actions. Those are your habits. Those are your behaviors. That 40%, you can have a profound impact on your behaviors, on your actions, on those things You do on a daily basis, but so many times in life, we don't intentionally step into the greatest version of ourselves, personally and professionally. We don't get off that never-ending treadmill that we're running on faster, faster, busier, busier. And we don't take a step back to say, okay, of of that bucket of 40%, what can I do to change my habits? What can I do to change my behaviors that lead me to a different happiness level? Powerful question to ask yourself.
What behaviors, what actions, what habits, what things do I do consistently on a daily basis do I do right now that don't serve my happiness? What are things that I do that do make me happy? Then the powerful question is, can I do less of the things that don't make me happy? Can I do more of the things that do make me happy? Increase that 40% bucket, more happiness in that area. It's difficult. Habit change, right? Up to 90% of what we do on a daily basis is habits, meaning it's a computer program that's run behind the scenes. You don't even think about it. It just happens. It's automatic. That's why one day becomes a week, becomes a month, becomes five years, and you're still in that same spot you were in before. So powerful to think about. 50% genetics, 10% circumstance. The other 40% is your daily actions, behaviors, habits, and that's the major area that you should focus on. So think about that first when you're looking to increase your happiness level. The other piece is we have this almost happiness thermostat. It's very similar with weight. We fluctuate back and forth, maybe weight-wise. Maybe you've lost weight, but then it comes back. If you don't reset that internal happiness thermostat, it's always going to go back to that level. And that's why that first point of attacking that 40%, those habits, those rituals, those behaviors, those daily actions are so vital to resetting that thermostat. And if you take that approach, if you think about it in that manner, okay, I need to reset my thermostat. What are things that light me up, that make me happy? Write them down, make a list, divide a piece of paper. What makes me happy? What doesn't? Do more of what makes you happy. Do less of what doesn't. Simple, straightforward. You take action upon that. Hey, your happiness level is going to rise. You're going to start to reset that thermostat, that internal happiness thermostat. So, so, so incredibly powerful. I also want to share my last point. The third point is who you surround yourself with. And there's an actual study, and I've got some some data on it. It was a study by a gentleman at Harvard Medical Medical School and UC San Diego, and it was the Framingham Heart Study. 4,379 people. They studied over a 20-year period from 1983 to 2003. And they studied their social networks and that impact that it had on their happiness level. Crazy, crazy statistics came out of it. And the study showed that if you had one happy person in your network, that increased your chance of being happy by 9%. Let me say that to you again. If you had one positive, happy person in your network, that increased your odds of being happy by 9%. Makes you pause for a second and say, okay, who's in my network? Who's happy? Who's positive? Who's energetic? Hang around with more of those people. I recently had lunch with a a buddy of mine, Lavender, Man, we were both just back and forth, bouncing ideas, had this energy between us. We were both so and so inspired after that lunch 
We started attacking that day, did it the next day. So, so incredibly powerful. 9% increase. One person who's positive and happy in your life. And then they found through the study that the opposite was apparent. Meaning, if you had somebody that was a Debbie Downer, somebody that was a victim, somebody that was constantly complaining, right? Somebody that was unhappy with life. You had one person like that in your network, your social network, your happiness, your odds of being happy decreased by 7%. Incredibly powerful when you think about that science. Positive person, increase 9%. Negative person, decrease of 7%. I would challenge you to do the same thing that we just did on the things you do on a daily basis. Those habits, those behaviors, those actions, cutting that piece of paper in half. Hey, what makes me happy? What doesn't make me happy? Do more of what makes me happy. Do less of what makes me unhappy. I would challenge you to do the same thing with your social network. Divide that piece of paper. Categorize who are positive people, who uplift you who give you energy, who provide that spark where after you're done that conversation, you're ready to take on the world or bring that positive, happy mindset. Maybe they're always smiling when you see them. Provide laughter in your life. Draw that piece of paper, draw that line, put people on one side that are happy, positive. Put people on the other side who are the complainers, who are the victims Crazy, I was voted biggest complainer in my senior class in high school. Carried that on into college. I had a fraternity brother who was in one of my groups who said, you were kind of a Debbie Downer in college. Amazing to look back and see the transformation. But what I want you to do is I want you to intentionally figure out who is a positive force and who's a negative force. And then we're going to do the same thing we did with those things that make us happy those things that don't make us happy. Hang around, make a concerted effort to hang around those people that are positive. Your happiness, chances of happiness is going to increase by 9% for each person you surround yourself with. And if you have negative, think about this. If you just hang around one person that's positive, cut out one negative, That's a 16% increase in your odds of being happy. Hanging around one positive person, cutting out or limiting the exposure to one negative person. Crazy, crazy powerful. The science of happiness. 50% is genetics. 10% is our circumstance. 40% is our daily actions, behaviors, habits. Think about that thermostat in your house, you have an internal thermostat of happiness. How do you change that? You change it by attacking that 40% that we spoke about. Then finally, those positive people in your life. One person increases your chances of being happy by 9%. One negative person decreases it by seven. Take a look at what makes you happy, what doesn't make you happy, who's a positive influence, who's a negative influence. You take action upon that. All of a sudden, your happiness level is going to rise. 
each and every day you're going to have this fire in your belly and it's going to do amazing things, amazing, amazing things to your life. I appreciate you listening. Appreciate you watching. Have an amazing rest of your day. Rise, fight, love, repeat. Get after it and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Morning Fire for Entrepreneurs podcast. You now have the knowledge, but without action, knowledge is useless. Choose to act. Choose to step into your greatness and unlock that hero inside of you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so more entrepreneurs can hear this message. If you absolutely love this podcast, which I hope you do, then share it up with someone you know who might see benefit from it. Become that beacon of change and together we can impact the world.